So my friends, today we celebrate All Saints Day, which is normally a holy day of obligation, although currently there are no obligations, but uh, it's normally a holy day of obligation, and it falls on Sunday, so we get to celebrate it even on Sunday, this uh, solemnity where in one celebration, as we prayed in the Collect of the Mass, in one celebration we rejoice in the merits of all of the saints, all the saints in heaven um, who are for us a model, an inspiration, and they're our friends. All the saints in heaven in this one celebration that we believe that we, so the church of Jesus Christ actually today and tomorrow are in a real way the feast of the church because the church is comprised of three different divisions, if you will, the one church, but three different um, locations or states. You have uh, the church militant, that's us. We're the ones who are working. We're still in the, in the fray, um, and we are the church militant. And then you have the church suffering, who have passed from this life, but are still uh, being purified in purgatory, the holy souls in purgatory, and that they pray for us and we can pray for them. And tomorrow, with All Souls Day, that's a special day that we pray for all the members of the church who are still undergoing that purification uh, in preparation uh, to see God face to face. And then the saints in heaven, the church triumphant, that these are the members of our church, uh, the one church of Jesus Christ, and they've won. They are enjoying the rewards of their struggle when they're part of the church militant and purification when they're part of the church suffering if they went to purgatory at all. And they, um, and now they are triumphant, the saints in heaven. And the saints should be for us as part of this one church, a model for us and an inspiration that when we look to the saints, to read the lives of the saints and to learn about them and to look to them, these are Usually ordinary men and women, uh, you know, some of them were geniuses and were very gifted in different ways, but a lot of them, ordinary men and women who loved God and lived in his love, and they achieved the goal. They're in heaven now, right? That's it. That's the goal. That's where we want to get. We want to be in heaven. And so the saints are a model, an inspiration for us that, yes, we could get there too. Look, if, if a spoiled brat from a bourgeoisie France can get to heaven, be one of the greatest saints of modern times by God's grace, so can we. If a um, middle, upper middle class, very self-centered and worldly and vain man can give himself to God and become St. Francis of Assisi, so can we. If a kid growing up in Waterbury in an immigrant family um, and giving his life to God in the holy priesthood and uh, living out that priesthood in a way that was not very extraordinary, um, but really so, and focused in a message, uh, message of charity, can yesterday, by a decree read by the Roman pontiff, the successor of St. Peter, be declared to be numbered among the blessed, blessed Michael McGivney, from our diocese, from our place, if he can make it, so can we. It, holiness is possible. To be a saint is actually possible. You know, we don't try for goals that we don't think are possible. I will never win the Super Bowl, ever. I don't even try. It's not possible. I'm never also going to win the World Series, right? I'm never, I'm never going to run a marathon, probably. Okay, but guess what? I can get to heaven. I can get to heaven and be a saint. It is possible. 
And so we should try for it. We should strive for this. The saints show us that holiness is possible. It's possible to actually be a saint. And each and every one of us should want that. That is the fulfillment of the grace we receive in baptism. The second aspect of this uh, solemnity that is a consolation and a joy for us is that because the saints are in heaven and they're the members of our church, they're our friends, our friends, the saints, and that we should have a tremendous friendship with the saints. We should talk to them. We should love them and we should help have them teach us and inspire us. Um, our friends, the saints, that we want, we, the communion of saints is that we are joined together in communion with them, that we're part of that one community. And so they are our friends. And so we should talk to our friends, the saints. We should ask them for things. The same way I call and ask my friends for things when I need advice or, you know, I just want someone to be praying for me for something or whatever, or just want to talk to somebody, call up a friend. Well, we do the same with the saints. We need advice. You know, I need advice on how to live simplicity of life. Let me ask my friend, St. Francis. When I need advice on how to be childlike in the arms of Almighty God, let me ask my friend, St. Therese. When I, wanna, when I need advice or I want consolation in being a priest in Connecticut, let me ask my friend, Blessed Michael McGivney. Let's ask our friends, the saints, to pray for us. Let's talk to them. We should talk to the saints the way we talk to our friends. They're our friends, and they love us, and they pray for us. We had a, a philosophy professor in Philadelphia, uh, Dr. Atherton Lowry, who was all, like, he always said it, and unfortunately, some 18, 19-year-old seminarians are like, oh, it's a bit of a joke, um, you know, because he's always saying it. He's like, look, the saints love us. Like the saints, the saints love us. St. John Vianney loves me. He loves me, and he prays for me. And so I should tell St. John Vianney, patron saint of parish priests, that I love him. I should tell him that I love him many times a day. I should ask him to pray for me many times a day. Our friends, the saints. We should be friends with the saints. They're a model for us. They're an inspiration. And they are our friends. And one of the worst things we can do with a friend, particularly when we're in need, is not ask them. When I need something, um, to not ask a friend. I'm too embarrassed to call this friend, or they're too busy for me, or look, the saints are in heaven, it's eternity, they're not too busy, right? They love us, and they want us to ask them, they want to pray for us. Here's the point now that ties us into what we've been talking about these last few weeks with our, our spiritual life, and our final point for today is that the communion of saints is most really lived out in the Mass. In the Mass, we live out the communion of saints um, we are part of the one Mass, right? There's only one Mass. It's the one sacrifice of Jesus Christ offered once for all. And in the Mass, we are caught up into that one heavenly liturgy. And so that's like when we sing the Sanctus, we join with the angels and saints. They don't sing it time and time again. And even we, in a real spiritual, mystical way, every time we sing the Sanctus or the Gloria, we're not singing it again. We're joining in the one holy holy, holy, that we hear about in the book of Revelation. We're joining in the one liturgy. It's one mass offered once for all. And so we join in the communion of the heavenly liturgy when we come to mass. If we want to grow in holiness, we have to love and appreciate the holy mass. Mass isn't just something we do because we have to. 
Mass isn't just um, educational, like with readings and how Mass is primarily worship, that we worship God. And we join with our friends, the saints. We join with all the angels in the worship of the one God. And so if we want to grow in our plan for our spiritual life, we need to deepen our appreciation for the Mass. We need to love the Mass. The Mass, as the Second Vatican Council said, is the source and the summit of the Christian life. Everything comes from the Mass, and the Mass is the highest spiritual thing we could do to be present at the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, to unite ourselves with the prayers. And so as part of our spiritual life, we need to deepen our love for the Holy Mass. And then if we're able to, and this is uh, the very practical recommendation I would make, although this week it's a little ironic, um, very practically, if you're able to come to Mass, not just on Sunday, but during the week, that is once you start going to daily Mass, there's exponential growth in the spiritual life because we are present at the source and the summit in the real living out of the communion of saints um, every day. If you go to daily Mass, if you receive our Lord and Holy Communion every day, if you worship the one true God every day, then the spiritual life, it takes off, like I said, on an exponential plane. Uh, we need to, uh, that is a great practice if you're able to. I said it's ironic because unfortunately this week I'll be away on retreat and so there won't be daily mass here at St. Francis. But there's other churches. Every other church in New Britain has daily mass or every other parish in New Britain has daily mass. Go to daily mass. I'm so, I'm so edified by some of our students um, from the, the university uh, and who come here to the Catholic Center who, um, who will go to mass and change their schedule. So if there's like an exam at eight o'clock during our mass, They'll get up early and go to a 7 o'clock Mass or change their schedule to go to an evening Mass to be able to go to daily Mass and be nourished by our Lord and uh, learn from Him and be part of the worship of the one God. And so today, as we celebrate this All Saints Day, this would be a great practice. If we've never thought about doing it, we should, to come to Mass as often as we can during the week. Just starting with maybe one extra day a week. Just one day in the middle of the week and then two and then ratcheting it up. But to go to daily Mass... Um, it really causes our spiritual life to take off in a new way. And that we join with our friends, the saints, in the great heavenly liturgy. Um, we join with them in worshiping the true God. They are an example for us. They are our friends and they love us. And in the holy sacrifice of the mass, we are objectively united with them in the worship of the true God. And so we ask um, all of our friends, the saints today, to pray for us, uh, to be this example for us and to love us. And that in this sacrifice of the Mass, we unite ourselves again with them, all joining the whole church, uniting in the worship of the one and true God.